0: Hello, monetization nation. In the last episode with podcasting expert, Dave Jackson, we discussed podcasting hacks we can use to create and grow successful podcasts. In today's episode, we're going to discuss five ways we can monetize our podcast from Dave's book, Profit From Your Podcast. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan William, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. So selling your own products, there's lots of different directions you can go with that. Your own book or, I mean, if you're a plumbing company, right? It could be selling your own plumbing equipment, right? Right. Um, What have you seen are the most effective products that podcasters sell of their own? Yeah, probably membership sites, whether it's through
1: you know, something like a, a Teachable or a Thinkific, which is really a course. And then they'll just tack on a Facebook group or with something like Patreon, even though that's technically crowdfunding, it's right. really a membership site. And there are some people that are just crushing it with with Patreon. So, uh, but yeah, the nice thing about those is it's reoccurring. You know, yes. you, you sign up and it's just every month. And I know that's one of the things I love about the School of Podcasting was people sign up you know, and I, they come, I, I have still have a guy, he's been there for probably 10 years. And I asked him, I said, you know, I've seen or you've gone through every single course I have. And I said, you occasionally show up to the group coaching. And I go, but like, you know, I appreciate that you're here, but is there anything I can do for you? And he goes, Dave, here's the beauty of it. He goes, when I send you an email and I have a question about podcasting, he goes, I know I'm probably going to get an answer. He goes, many times in less than an hour. He goes, in worst case scenario, maybe a half a day. He goes, that's worth the money I'm paying. And I was like, love, I'm glad you're here, buddy. You know, so uh, it's, it's really, they come for the content, but they stay for the community if you're doing it right.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, okay, so, that's, so I love your point about recurring revenue because there's a lot of other products that podcasters or show hosts add, uh, such as a virtual summit or a book yeah. or, or something. But, but to your point, those are one-time purchases. Where, whereas the membership site, you get the recurring revenue. Go, go ahead. What were you well, the say?
1: virtual summit is a great way to make your membership site. So you start a virtual summit and you're going to cover all the topics that your audience needs to hear. And then you take that virtual summit and you chop it into bits and now you've got your course. Yeah. So that's one of the things, you know, that's, and a lot of people as as well as, uh, you know, people think, oh, I've, I've got it. I don't have enough content for this big, huge summit a big, huge summit with 20 people. If it's a really, again, if it's the Pygmy Pony podcast and you get 20 people to show up, you know, that's okay, great. And now if you can sell that and then use that same content to sell it again and again and again. So you you do it once and then sell it many times. Uh, so that's where, because if it's something hyper niche, I think my favorite niche is uh, there's a guy that does the chameleon breeder. And I was like, did you say chameleon breeder? And he's like, yep. And what's, what's interesting about him, there's, there's one of a, uh, here's a a great example. That's a guy that sells his own product. He, he has a manufacturer make cages that he designed. And when I had him on my show, he said it was interesting because the manufacturer said, can you kind of quit talking about the cages on the podcast? Cause we can't keep up with the demand. And he was actually going to do that. And I said, no, my friend, this is proof of concept. I said, you either fire that guy or get a second, you know, manufacturer to keep up. And he said, what was interesting is he gets emails from his audience that say, look, we could buy one overseas and it would be cheaper. But because you've given us value, it's the whole law of reciprocity. You've basically scratched my back enough. Yeah. I now want to help you out. So and that's a an- the
0: loyalty to you as well.
1: Yeah, said the loyalty and they trust you. Yeah. And that also when I when I interviewed people that were using advertising, they all had one common theme. And that was they would not bring on a sponsor that they would never use.
0: Let's talk about sponsorships a little bit. So I, I've been researching it online and I see that you can make about or at least a couple articles I read said you can make about $18 CPM. Um, for 15 second ads or $25 per 60 second ads. Does that sound about right to you? And I know that depends on the industry. And
1: yeah, it does. I've seen it go as high as 30, 35, depending on, you know, what it is, but, and it depends on where it's coming from, because if you're going directly to the sponsor, you might be able to charge more. Whereas if you're working through an agency, they might be charging the same amount that you would but they're going to take, you know, 10%. So all of a sudden you were charging $35 CPM. And now the deal you end up with is, you know, lower because, well, that agency that sold the ad is not going to take a piece of that. And you do the math and you're like, wait, I'm making $17 CPM. How did that happen? So, and the thing you have to keep in mind is at Lipson right now, the average, uh, number of downloads. And this is, again, you have to keep in mind, we have a lot of people that are just starting. So the the number always stays around, it's around 1200, but the median, the one that's like 50% get below and 50% get above it's, you know, 300, something like that. It's really low. But if you take three, if you take, you know, let's say $35, you divide that by a thousand and you're like, okay, that's like three and a half cents a download. And now you multiply that by 300 and you're like, oh, great. I made 10 bucks, you know, an episode. And people think that, and it is, it's, you know, better than a poke in the eye. But now you've got to do reports. You've got to, you know, there, there are things that go on behind the scenes that you have to let this sponsor know, hey, here's the episode. It's at the three minute and 18 second mark and things like that. And it's just, it's extra work. And I always go, is it really worth, and especially if you're not getting 300 downloads or, you know, you're getting whatever, a hundred 10 or 30 or whatever it is, it's like that can be, yeah. And I've seen places that go, We will help you make money from day one. And when I was doing my research, and they're not lying, but you make 0.00, which the last time I checked, hmm, but it was 0.0017 cents per download.
0: Yeah, I like how that rounds,
1: yeah. (laughs) And I and I was like, Yeah, uh, you know, so I I would have and I put that on a show that was getting 5,000 downloads an episode, and you get done, and you're like. Ugh, you know, and then for that episode, I, uh, for that particular podcast, I switched to using affiliate marketing and I'm blowing it out of the water because I found something that, that fits my audience. So it really does come down to
0: that uh, when you get the right product for the right audience. Right. Okay. So when you do affiliate marketing, what is the most effective way to promote that product through your podcast?
1: Yeah. Find something you love. So for me, I do, it doesn't look like it, but I do a weight loss show and I found this tool called Chronometer and I'd use MyFitnessPal for years and it's actually a little cheaper and I think a little better. And I was using it. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I just happened to go out to their website and you see at the bottom, the little word affiliates. And I was like, oh, wow, they have an affiliate program. So I check it out. It's through this company called ShareASale and I sign up. And what's interesting is if somebody just comes over and I think downloads the app, I think I get a dime. And then if they sign up for like a pro plan, I make like four bucks. So again, not huge stuff, but I get about 5,000 downloads an episode on that show. And I'm making hundreds of dollars, many times a dime at a time because people are, and it's me going, hey, I love this. Like they didn't even have to send me talking points. It's me talking about something I love and why I use it and why I think it's better. And again, that no like and trust factor. And I think that's one of the easiest ways to get into affiliate marketing is whatever uh, market you're in, find a product that you would love to talk about that fits your audience and see if they have an affiliate program. And if you go out to their website and say, Hey, do you have an affiliate program? Sometimes it's under the name partners and contact them. Because in some cases I've never understood this, but in some cases they will actually have an affiliate program, but they don't promote it on their website, which is always a big of a head scratcher for me. And in some cases, if they don't, they'll be like, no, we don't have one. And you're like, Oh, well, and then you can approach them like, hey, I'm doing a podcast about such and such. Would you be interested in sponsoring that? And again, if you have a hyper niche show, then you can charge more. So, uh, but it's it's amazing sometimes how affiliate stuff can can get you going and, in the right way. And then again, sponsorship when it fits your audience. Uh, that's one of the things, LegalZoom, I talk about this in the book, LegalZoom started their campaign and they called the company that they, or the podcast they were working with after a month. And they said, we want our money back. This is not working. We're not getting anything on this after a month. And so whoever it was turned it off. And after a month, LegalZoom called him back and said, okay, we need to turn that back on because we're getting more business than we've ever seen. This is insane. And it's because podcasting is not radio. You think it's going to be, you know, this is going to go out this week. And I listened to a podcast today that was probably five weeks old. It's been sitting on my phone waiting for me to get there. So that's the great thing about it. A lot of these are baked in ads. They're there forever. And when your audience hears them, you're like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And when they hear that message over and over and over, then they're like, I'm going to go try this.
0: Okay. So the best way to, just to summarize, the best way to monetize would be develop your own product, mm-hmm. preferably something with recurring revenue, like, uh, like a membership site. Yeah. Um, or or maybe a software product if you have that where sure. you can charge it for a SaaS monthly fee. Yeah. The second best way you would recommend would probably be affiliate marketing. Yep. The third best way might be sponsorship or or advertising.
1: Yeah. Or in some cases, crowdfunding. Okay. And the reason for that is is if you get into this, you know, and and I'm I'm not knocking these, but inspirational shows meant to empower people. What tell me what product unless you're a life coach. And you're helping people, you know, let me help you and, you know, pick you up by your bootstraps and get you going. And I'm going to inspire you and empower you to to live your dream and escape the cubicle. You know, all the the jargon, maybe a life coach might help, but otherwise I'm not sure what product fits with that. Maybe uh, some sort of to-do list or something like that. I don't know, but I've seen people that just crush it with crowdfunding. And most people just say Patreon, but that's what it is. There's Supercast. There's a bunch of these now, but Patreon is interesting because you have three types of people. You have the person that just, I just want you to do your art, man. Like you just keep doing, I love your art. And that's really the definition of where that word comes from. Back in the days, you know, Mozart, Bach, all those guys had patrons that would pay them so they could do their art. And in that case, it was music. And then you have some people that like, I want more. Like, hey, there's a a podcast called El Chapo House that makes more money in a month than I do in a year. And what they do is they made it super simple. They said, we have four episodes. Two of them are free. Two of them are not. Five bucks, you get the other two. And what they do is a little bit like PBS every now and then they do a, a pledge drive. They're like, hey, we're going to have new episodes right right now. We're asking you to go over and sign up at Patreon. If you like this show, you can get twice as many episodes every month. It's only five bucks. And they just, from what I understand, they just beat it into people's heads. And so they have thousands of people that are paying them $5 a month. So there are those people that I just want more. And you can, you know, charge for that. Then you have people that I want to help shape the show. So I'm now going to be part of some Zoom meeting or something like that where I can pitch ideas to be included on the show and people will pay more for that. And then the top level is I want to be on the show. And again, you can charge more for that. There's a guy named Jonathan Oaks that does a show called Trivia Warfare and he's done a great job of branding it. Everything is around kind of war and battle and a sergeant in the Trivia Warfare army and things of this nature. And he had people, and again, he jumped into his audience and they said, how do I get on the show? And he went, Huh? I have something they want. I wonder if I can put a value on that. And so over the years, he's been able to charge people and then people like, I want to play trivia. I think I can beat you, Jonathan. And so he has different members. And then they have, I think it's a quarterly meeting if you pay this and that. So Patreon is one of those things that can, again, in the right audience, the right place. But some people like, oh, if you Donate $20, I'll get a new microphone. Okay, that doesn't really benefit the audience. That's really not what they want, unless you're using a tin can and string. That's really not a benefit to the audience. So you have to kind of do that. And then the other thing you have to do is you have to mention it. So many people think if I just put a Patreon button on my website, money will fall from heaven. I'm like, nope, you got to treat it like an ad. And this is where people go, well, I don't want to be all salesy about it. And I'm like, well, the only time you feel kind of slimy is when you're selling something that doesn't have value. So if your back catalog doesn't have any value, you shouldn't feel slimy about it. You should say, Hey, do you like the show? You could get more of this. Uh, I do one. I have a, a show on Saturday morning. It's live and it's 90 minutes. And at the 60 minute mark, we're like, hey, if you want the last half hour, it's super easy. Become an awesome supporter at the slash awesome. And people do. And then there are other perks. If you're at the $20 level, uh, you get invited to these live Q&A sessions. So it's a matter of figuring out what does my audience want? So that in some cases can be where the podcast is the product, you know, whether it's access to you. think about i would pay a lot of money if i got to meet paul mccartney so if it's and in some cases you are their paul mccartney and that's always weird because you're like well it's just me you know you don't but people would love to be able to hang out with you and so that could be another thing that you then charge
0: for i love it so there's a variety of other products uh, that people talk about with monetizing podcast courses and coaching and consulting and those kinds of things but. It seems like those fit in that first category of your own products. That is really your own stuff. And then live events are kind of your
1: own stuff, but mm-hmm. that's where people go, well, I don't have a big enough audience. And again, I say, you can, you can sell tickets to a Zoom meeting. You, know, yeah. you can go to Eventbrite and sell tickets to that and people would love it. And then whatever that is, if it's a, if it's a presentation that you're actually doing and you've got it planned out, you know what you're going to say, you can then turn around and sell that. You know, so that's, that's something that you can do, uh, or you could use it for bonus content for your, you know, your crowdfunding, things like that.
0: So even though a live event is selling your own stuff, it almost needs its own little category. Thank you so much, Dave, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, one of the easiest ways to make the most money from our podcast is to sell our own products. If we have a loyal audience, we will probably have buyers for our great products and services. Number two, our listeners often come for the content but stay for the community. Number three, while affiliate marketing can be slow in the beginning, we often make more money in the long run, especially if the affiliate programs pay us a recurring affiliate commission. On the other hand, sponsorships can sometimes provide better short-term profit for each ad spot. Number four, to be successful with affiliate marketing and sponsorships, we should only promote products we love and products we believe our audience will love. Number five, if we have a very loyal listener base, our audience may pay us just because they want more content and want to support us. Number six, we can host events and charge our audience for tickets, while also reusing the content on our membership sites and other places. If you want to learn more about Dave or connect with him, you can find him on LinkedIn or listen to his podcasts, School of Podcasting or Profit from Your Podcast. And there's links to these sites in the blog posts for this episode at monetizationnation.com. Do you want to be a better digital monetizer? Then please do the following. Number one, you can get a free passion marketing ebook and learn how to be a top priority for your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. Number two, you can subscribe to the free Monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com. Number three, you can subscribe to the Monetization Nation YouTube channel. Number four, you can subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Number five, you can follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. How have you made money off of your podcast? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in monetizing your podcast. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.